Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. Here we have open and honest conversations on subjects that the church is not willing to talk about. From topics such as Christian dating, deliverance, angels, demons, hell, sex, we talk about it all. So keep listening to hear what's coming up on today's conversation. to my podcast Unspoken Logos. Here we talk about biblical issues and topics that Christian communities and the church in general have neglected to discuss and this is a platform for me through the Holy Spirit to raise awareness and give a biblical viewpoint to all these difficult and uncomfortable conversations. So today I'm recording solely again. I'm literally recording the night before the podcast is due to air. I'm literally recording in a sun-scorched room it has been so so hot in Scotland and praise God we praise God for it I literally made a TikTok video talking about how in the UK we hardly get the sun and so when we get the sun we're like so thankful and so grateful to God so I'm currently recording from a sun scorched room I think it's like 24 degrees outside so that's in Celsius so that's like 75 degrees Fahrenheit if you're listening in America or somewhere that uses Fahrenheit as opposed to Celsius and I currently have all my summer clothes out because we are not organized when we say it's going to be good weather we are like rapidly trying to get our summer clothes out and see what still fits like so many things don't fit this year like it's so sad I've put on weight but that's okay so I may have to buy some more clothes but luckily a lot of my summer stuff is like dresses and things are kind of oversized anyway so we're all good. I've still got plenty of outfits to be able to enjoy the sunshine and so we praise God for the sunshine. And I don't even know why I'm recording so late. You know when I first started this podcast I was always super organised and I had always got it recorded. I always record it the same week but I was always super early and super organised but for some reason I am always doing this last minute so that will happen have to change. Anyway that is enough about me and my life here in the sun. I hope it is sunny wherever you're listening from but I just want to thank you for tuning in today. I actually don't have many notes either on this subject. If you can tell by the title it's a very controversial subject that I'm going to be talking about but hopefully I can talk about it with sensitivity and just really with the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit to bring awareness to this somewhat controversial and long difficult standing that we've had between the Christian community and between the LGBTQ plus community. The episode is titled Pride. If you don't know here in the UK we are literally on the eve of Pride Month. This will air tomorrow Wednesday so the next day Thursday will be June so if you don't know anything about Pride or what it is let me just explain a little bit about it straight from a source website which is the BBC. So it says June is Pride Month, a month dedicated to celebrating LGBTQ plus communities all around the world. Pride is celebrated in the month of June as that was the month when the Stonewall Riots took place. The Stonewall Riots were important protests that took place in 1969 in the US. It changed gay rights for a lot of people in America and around the world. Pride is a celebration of people coming together in love and friendship to show how far LGBTQ plus rights have come and how in some places there's still work to be done. LGBT plus stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender. So they've missed out the Q, so the Q is for queer. The plus is an inclusive symbol to mean and others to include people of all identities. So that is what Pride is. That's like a really small overview of what 
Pride Month is all about and why they sell it, why that community celebrates it. And I was actually quite shocked because I checked out some statistics when I was looking at surveys online and I thought the stats would be a lot higher, but just to highlight, it does not include Scotland or Ireland, but the stats were that more than 1.5 million people in England and Wales identify as LGB plus and according to the first ever sexuality and gender census. In total, 3.2% of the population say they are lesbian, gay, bisexual or another sexual identity that is not straight. So that is from the Office of National Statistics. So just to continue, also during the month of Pride, they will use it to celebrate with festivals, parades, parties, things like that. So this takes place in countries and cities all across the world in the month of June. So why is a Christian, which is me, would I be wanting to talk about Pride Month? Because you know the stigma, we as Christians, we're homophobic, we put hate on that community, we tell them they're all going to hell, they aren't allowed to come to church, they aren't welcome, and that is exactly why I'm speaking on this topic, because from a Christian viewpoint, all of those statements are complete lies. These are connotations that people relate when you put Christianity and LGBTQ plus together in a sentence. People will think this is a difficult conversation to have and let's be honest it is because of past hearts, current hearts by religion and the church of course and because a lot of people, even the Christian community, are very protective over their views and values as part of pride community and as Christian community. But that doesn't mean we can't have a conversation about it, right? So just a brief overview of the different avenues I'm going to go down in this podcast. I'm going to highlight and speak about what the Bible says specifically on homosexual slash gender identity issues. Because believe it or not, the Bible does talk about these things. The Bible literally has an answer for everything and anything. And that is why it's called living and active. It is convicting and it refers to being like a sword that cuts through and penetrates our hearts because the truth it produces is harsh. It's convicting. We all know that. I've experienced that. But we know that the truth is what eventually leads us to repentance and therefore towards our relationship with God. Let me start with this. God is love. God is love. He is not an angry condemning God that the devil tries to portray him as. Remember, condemnation comes from the devil himself. Conviction comes from the Holy Spirit and they are two separate things. God is love and he has such a deep longing for each of his creation. No matter where they are at life, his desire, his longing is for the heart of individuals to be turned back to him so we can embrace and love him and be in that one relationship together. So let me just read some verses that just talk about the Father's love. So it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They are just such beautiful verses and really when you have that intimate relationship with the Lord, you really have such a revelation of the people that wrote these Bible verses and how they had that intimacy and how that love, there's just so many deep levels of love that this world cannot understand. And you know, the second point that I'd like to make is that we are all sinners. It is just this simple and unfortunate fact that because of the fall of humanity through Adam and Eve, when we were born, we were born into a sinful and destructive world where Satan has his throne. People sin every single day and there is a never-ending list of sins that humans commit every single day. One of those sins is homosexuality. Now, if that has offended you, good, because I'll remind you that the Bible is convicting because it's God's truth and for so long we've been living under the devil's chains of slavery to sin. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4, it says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who do not believe. 
They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. And this verse is just amazing. It just really gives us the answer as to why unbelievers don't believe and don't understand the life that we as Christians have. Because of deception, the enemy has lied to so many people about the way they are. Their sexuality, their interests, the cultural norm has all been twisted by the devil himself. And I just want to quickly read out an excerpt from an article from a lady who works in homosexual ministry. And I just praise God for these types of ministries, these people who are going into these communities, people who used to be in these communities, who have been saved from it. And they're just displaying and sharing the Father's love with these people. And we need more people, especially those who have been rescued and delivered from this community. So her name is Sue Bolin and she says this. Deception is an important component to homosexual orientation. Those who experience same-sex attraction unwittingly believe a number of lies about life, about themselves, about others and often about God. And where sin and deception are, there is often a demonic presence or element. In those who feel different from childhood, homosexuality comes from emotional and spiritual brokenness. There is a constellation of contributing factors to this brokenness. Heartful relationships with parents and peers, unmet emotional needs, emotional traumas due to abuse, wrong perceptions, wrapped gender identity. I believe that the enemy of our souls exploits this brokenness and whispers lies to broken people that are very easy to believe because they don't know their lies. Lies such as you make a lousy boy or girl, you're not like everybody else, nobody will accept you. If you were a better boy or girl, your father or mother would have loved you more. The way you get love is through sex. God made you gay. You may not like being this, but you can't change. You don't deserve anything better. So in this way, there is probably a demonic element to the development of homosexuality. And I just love how she puts that. I just love how she just really sums it up so well that they are lies of the enemy and they are lies that have been planted into a generation's mind where they are saying that you can be whoever you want to be, that there is no male and female. You can choose your own identity. You can be whoever you want to be because the enemy knows that that is exactly what takes you away from God from being in a relationship with him. If you've listened to my previous episode, which was called The Spiritual Realm, then you will know that I believe that we are all spirit beings and that everything that happens in the physical realm is just a manifestation of something that is taking place in the spiritual realm. And so I really do believe about demonic possession and demonic oppression between believers and unbelievers, that this is a real thing, that demons can enter in through trauma, through abuse to people, the things that we watch, the things that are spoken over us. There's so many avenues that I believe that demonic oppression and demons can really come into a person. And what I want to make clear is the difference that many people, including Christians, fail to understand. Temptation is not sin. Let me just say that again. Temptation is not sin. They are two different things. We know from scripture that Jesus was tempted by the devil and not even just that, he lived in this fallen world with its many temptations daily and yet he did not sin. The Bible says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathise with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. And that was a verse that I used to really struggle with because I couldn't comprehend how Jesus was fully God and yet he was fully man. And I used to think, well, Jesus, of course you didn't sin. You were fully God. You had the power that we didn't have. But really when you study the scriptures and when you understand he was fully tempted with the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the lust of life. They are the three things that the enemy tries to tempt us with. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh 
and the lust of material things. And this is a verse I've wrestled with, but I really have come to know that he was fully God and he was fully man. And in order to atone for our sins, he had to be fully man. In order to be fully man, you have to be tempted the way that we are here on earth. And so Jesus was such an example of something that we can't do. We cannot, because we are fully human, we cannot avoid temptation and sin. But because he's atoned for our sin, that means when we do fall into temptation and we do fall into sin, then we have his blood that he sacrificed for us to atone for our sin. So let me say this, you can be tempted with same-sex attraction, and I do believe many people are, given the current social culture we live in, but if you have the Holy Spirit within you, then you have the power to overcome any temptation and not fall prey to the sin of homosexuality. Now that is difficult because I know there's so many people who struggle with different types of sin, be it homosexuality, be it transgender, be it pornography, be it sexual immorality. So many people struggle with different types of sins and it is so difficult, honestly. I totally understand it. But when you have the Holy Spirit and as you continue to surrender your life to God, he will take you on a journey to overcome. That means that you can overcome these battles that the enemy is daily fighting against you. Let me just read out what the Bible says about this subject, about homosexuality, about LGBTQ plus issues. Let me just read out what the Bible says. So the first verse is from Mark 10 verse 6 and this is Jesus speaking. He said, But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. God's original design was male and female. We see this in Genesis, the story of Genesis, when he creates Adam and he says it is not good for man to be alone. And then he created Eve, he created the woman. And intercourse was only meant to be between a covenant of marriage. Only a man and a female can reproduce. You know, everything surrounding the man and wife being together was God's design. God created the body so that a man and a woman could connect and become that one that Jesus was talking about, that one flesh, by the covenant of consecrating their marriage through sex. And everything else is just unnatural. You know, you cannot have a child, you cannot reproduce life through a man and a man or through a woman and a woman. I want to read out some more verses. So Leviticus 18 verse 22 says, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Romans 1 verse 27. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. You know, the devil has so deceived society in turning humanity so far from what God was originally ordained you know the word of God is what I'm speaking about right now and everything that I'm saying could now be considered hate crime which is just crazy you know hate crime for telling the truth and expressing your own models and values you know the world is allowed to express their own models and values they're allowed to be in these relationships they're allowed to be in these communities and have pride they're allowed to have marches and parades and yet we as a church we are not allowed these things if we were out there marching you know we would be shut down we would be told to go home we would be told that we are being hate speech and you know it's just sad but of course it's the enemy I mean what other religion gets treated the way that Christianity does and on this point I want to say I'm not sitting here trying to call out the LGBTQ plus community for their sin because 
It's a sin to have sex outside of marriage. It's a sin to lie. It's a sin to abort a child. It's a sin to commit rape. It's a sin to judge others. I'm not here to point the finger at one community. I'm just here to educate and speak out on these types of community groups. You know, the only important point which sums up the Bible as a whole is that we are all sinners. Each one of us, you, me, the lesbian, the businessman, the doctor, the nurse, whatever label you have, it doesn't matter because we have all sinned and we all fall short of God's glory but God's heart for repentance and redemption is to bring us back to him and that is it. You do not have to clean yourself up to come to him. He is not angry at you or with you. He loves you and wants your heart and this is where we get so mixed up because yes we call out sin because we do not want people to stay in their sin and we need people to understand that they are sinners you need to come to the realization that yes you live in a fallen world yes you have been born into sin and for that sake it means that you need a savior it means that you need repentance in order to get back to your creator because the enemy deceived eve it all goes back to the garden of eden and it's not a story of condemnation and calling people out and saying repent or you'll go to hell what we are saying is repent and you will live repent and you will have a relationship repent and God will transform you back to his original design you don't have to like I said you don't have to clean yourself up cleaning yourself up without God is religion God just wants your heart he just wants you to open up and so I just really do pray and hope that if you're in that community or if you know people in that community that they would just be able to speak to God for the first time and if you have past heart if you have current heart if what I've said offended you that I pray that you would go to God and seek him and ask him to show you his love for you right where you are without having to change without having to say anything without having to dress a different way or act a certain way speak to God and ask him to show you his love for you ask him to reveal himself to you because he will he will he will reveal himself to you in so many different ways he can give dreams he can give visions he can give words through people he can lead signpost music he speaks for so many different things and so i just want to thank you guys for listening to this very open like i said it can be a difficult conversation but the ultimate purpose of all of this is just to really say that god does love all communities he loves the lgbtq plus community he loves people who have done really really dark stuff and he loves people who have done only small things you know he loves them all and he loves you and really that's just want to express today is that we don't stand here we don't condemn you we don't convict you yes we call out sin because it's in the bible it's in the truth and if we didn't call it out you wouldn't know and you would continue on sinning which is not what we're called to do we're called to repent which means to turn away from your sin but we can only do that through the saving grace of Jesus Christ and so I guess overall that's the gospel that's the gospel message that we're all sinners and we're all in need of a savior and so I just thank you guys for allowing me to talk about this subject I praise God for allowing me to talk about this subject and I pray that as you hear this episode that you're not condemned but you're convicted and conviction leads leads us to the father's heart condemnation leads us down the enemy's path towards hatred and anger towards God and I hope that you don't think that I'm judging you because I'm a sinner I sin every single day I fall short all the time and I'm no better I'm like Paul said the worst sinner of them all and yet I found God's glorious grace and so I just really hope that you you do find that as well at some point during your life and so I just want to thank you guys for tuning in of another episode of the podcast and 
I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. If you're in the UK, you can enjoy the sunshine. And I'm sure if you're in America that you always get the sunshine. So I hope that you enjoy that too. And I'll see you on the next episode of Unspoken Logos. God bless and take care. Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and more about what I'm up to, then please check out my social media links in the description of this video. And I can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast.